Hey everyone, Coach Megan here and welcome to this episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. I'm so excited for this week to talk to you guys about one of my favorite words in the whole world and that word is grit. So we're going to get right into it this week. Um, we had an amazing mastermind with Miss America 2020 Camille Schreier, um, Miss, Miss USA 2020 Asia Branch, Ashley Volrath, Miss Virginia USA 2018, and Aya Zacharias, who is a personal stylist and an incredible human being. And if you guys were not able to make it with us, I am very happy to say that we are also selling the recordings of the event. I know a million of you guys had graduation last week and just a bunch of stuff going on. And so we did want to make all the recordings available. There are some amazing discussions over four different um, separate talks from each of our participants, all of our speakers, and then also four Q&As that will really be a huge blessing to you. Now, uh, moving on into what our episode is going to be about today. Like I said, we're going to be talking about grit. Now, why do I want to talk about grit? Why is it important? I'm always thinking as a coach, how can we help our individuals who have worked so hard? You know, we had over 100 clients this year, and I believe that we served them extremely well. But every year, kind of at the end of pageant season, I like as a coach to ask myself a couple questions. And some of those questions include what's working? what's not working, and then what's new. And maybe what did I learn this past year that I taught more efficiently or need to teach more efficiently or accidentally had like a huge aha moment inside of a session, which also happens a lot of times, which is a super cool moment where um, myself or, or Coach Allie just coach in a way that we feel like really broke through to our clients very efficiently and sufficiently, and then we'll build a whole process around it because we were like, wow, however I said that, it really worked, and they seem to super understand it, so let's kind of quantify that and now make it the powerhouse way, and that's how we continue to come out with new products and innovate and just reinvent the way that we do things, and we've changed things every year since I started the company five and a half years ago. So with that, I was thinking about the word grit, and I'm just reading a book that kind of talks about grit. And then, you know, last week we had this amazing 10 hour day with our CFO. She comes in once a quarter and we go through all of our goals and dreams and what we want to accomplish in the next year. And she is a powerhouse for sure. in her, in her own right. And, uh, let me tell you, you don't want to get in this woman's way. She has an incredible story and just helps hundreds of entrepreneurs every single day. And we were kind of having this conversation and I was just thinking about, wow, like what is the end goal of, of course, the perfect client that I would ideally like to help and like to work with? And who's the kind of client that we want to draw and attract? And one of the things that I thought of was somebody who carries a high amount of grit. And so today, what I want to go through with each of you all and why this is so timely with the coming up very quickly in the month of June and as we kind of round out pageant season and is talking about this because I believe that you need these characteristics of grit in order to be a success. Now where did it all start? It all started when I was breaking down you know when our competitors do well let's figure out who they are what they're all about and psychoanalyze them to such a place that we can really quantify um, tangibly what made them so great, right? A lot of times this is super easy to do at a state level. It's harder to do at a national level. Um, but nine times out of 10, when you are able to have that client that you have helped become a rising star, there's still this element on the inside of them that was always there. It just needed to 
be unlocked. And that's something that we certainly look for in the people that we coach. Um, because what, what I was basically thinking about was not only just what makes somebody really great, but what about those people that you care so much about that just work their butts off to an extent, but still don't get the result that they're looking for. And what's very difficult is that as a coach, it can be really hard not to take this personally because I want to just go in and compete for them, you know, and you can back yourself at the end of the day. You know how hard you're willing to work and what you would have done in that person's shoes or that scenario. And oftentimes I see these women who say that they want something really, really badly and they work hard. They put forth effort, time, talent, treasure, all of it. But at the end of the day, they don't reach the mark that they're looking for. And, you know, it really bothered me why some girls would and some girls wouldn't. And some of the girls who have the best hearts in the world and the kindest people in the world, and they would truly do an amazing job, still don't end up making the mark. And that bothered me. So I started taking some notes. If you guys are watching the YouTube version of this, you guys can see. I wrote on my remarkable, the power presence and warmth triangle. And I just started jotting down and I was looking up the definition of grit. Um, these different words that I'm going to explain to you guys today that I feel like a person who is a winning title holder and all the winners that we've had over the years, they contain these elements. But I wanted to really put on my coaching hat with you today as well and get a little bit lovingly in your face about this little thing. And when we're talking about grit, honestly, y'all, can I, can I really be your coach here for a second? The number one thing that I think is the reason why women who truly, really do want to win the state title and might find themselves in the top five or the top 10 or the top 15 are just placing similarly over and over and over. You guys are going to hate me for this. <laughs> I hope you don't. But really, truly analytically looking at this is that other people outworked them. And I know that you're going to argue with me and I know you're going to say, no, I worked, I worked harder than I've ever worked. I, I tried harder than I've ever tried. And that might be true. But you know, I feel like we have enough data now after almost seven years of doing this. And if I really look at the girls, I really look at the girls who do well, they go all in. And that doesn't mean 99%. That doesn't mean I track everything except for this one thing that's the most emotional part of my prep and it makes me too scared to track it or too scared to go all the way in. They go all the way in with everything. And they leave no stone unturned in terms of really truly believing that whether it's their fitness, whether it's their nutrition, whether it's interview, whether it's talent, whether it's their look, hair and makeup, fashion, it doesn't mean that you have to spend the most money it doesn't mean you need to have 5,000 coaches in your ear, but it does mean that you have to outwork anybody to where you firmly grab hold of that thing, that thing that scares you the most. And with grit, you lock down on that thing until not only you hope that you win, but also that you're determined not to lose and that you're pretty dang sure it'd be impossible for you to lose. I just want to walk you through that mindset exercise right now. How are you prepping currently? Are you prepping in certain individual areas hoping that you'll win, hoping that you get to a place in onstage question where your legs won't shake as much or your breath can be steadier or your brain will be working properly and you hope for that in the moment. You hope that you've practiced 
long enough and hard enough where you can be confident that your brain is clear and has clarity in that moment? Well, I like to think of it as kind of like in singing. I'm a singer and I went to school for Belmont. And one of the things that I learned was that when you're singing and particularly high notes, um, but, but low notes as well, um, imagine that my fist right here, if you make a fist with your hand, is the note. You don't want to approach this like you're coming underneath of the note, trying to hit it from underneath. Or else what you're going to do is it's like carrying a hundred pound luggage with you up a flight of stairs and then hoping that you get to the top, right? That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of weight. And it's so much harder than carrying an empty suitcase and throwing it up in the air and then having it land on a spot, okay? So when it comes to our prep, what I what God kind of showed me this picture of the other day was that a lot of you are carrying the 100-pound suitcase up the stairs, and you're making things harder on yourself. You're working harder, not smarter. Um, and we want to work as hard as we can, but also as smart as we can, making sure that the, all the effort that we're putting forth is effort that's worth it, is effort that we're not going to have to undo and redo later, and that certainly we're not doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. You know, if you didn't win Talent Prelim last year, change your song. If you didn't win Talent Prelim last year, go take more dance classes. If you weren't as flexible or as mobile or as light on your feet as a dancer as you used to be when you're 18, ask yourself what you need to do to get back there. If you're scared of this professional singer that was on American Idol or The Voice or was an opera major in college and you just know she's going to win talent because that's what the judges are looking for or the directors just like her, can I be your coach for a second? That's probably your subconscious as a fight or flight or fright or freeze or fix response. Just telling you how scared you are because you know in the back of your mind you haven't worked as hard as they have. And you know what? Maybe they have a natural gift. Maybe they were raised in a musical family like Ali and I were. And that's amazing. But guess what? You still have to do the work. And a lot of times what I've seen, you guys, just really putting this together kind of in my thinking time lately is that a lot of times people will make excuses for those ladies who are incredibly confident and have worked incredibly hard on their craft whether that craft is the art of confidence or on stage question or talent or their swimsuit body. And instead of looking at that and saying, okay, that's the standard I'm chasing. That's how good I need to feel. That's how good I need to be. Wow. That's inspiring. I need to be there. What they do is they call that woman mean, or they call her the B word, or they call her, well, she's just rude to people, or she thinks she's better than everybody else, or she had everything handed to her. Or her daddy pays for her voice lessons. Well, guess what? Even if any of those are still true, none of that is going to make you win. And it's the wrong mindset to carry into competition. As opposed to, like I said, taking that and saying, okay, well, then if she can do 20 Alsa cones, then I need to do 21. And I need to do them perfectly. And I might only be able to do five right now. And my turns are off and my spotting is off. So who do I need to connect myself with to be able to be as good as this girl? What do I need to do to expand my range? What do I need to do to sing with more freedom? What do I need to do to learn an instrument this year or pick up something or be the best monologue this world has ever seen? How do I make an impact, right? And it starts with beginning with the end in mind of determining how you want to not only perform, but also how you want to feel and how you want your mind to operate in terms of your thinking in that moment. 
and why we focus so heavily on mindset and identity and intensives and IMA or our inner circle, all of the above, is because if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And what your perception is of the competition overall, of that girl that you're running away from, all these different things, we want to make sure that we're replacing all of those fear responses with an abundance response. And that sounds really woo-woo, but really what it truly just means is, like I said earlier, it's our, how do you learn the roadmap? How can you surround yourself with the right person who's going to be able to help you identify the roadblocks on your current roadmap and help you set a greater standard and a clearer picture for what that roadmap actually needs to look like in the first place for you to stop comparing yourself and start actually being the level of competitor that is a person who can be confident in that moment. Hey y'all, Coach Megan here. I just wanted to extend the opportunity and the invitation to you all. If you have been enjoying this podcast, whether this is your first one or your 148th episode, which this is actually, there are a lot of you guys who have straight up binged this entire thing. So thank you so much. We're very, very happy about that. But if you have not yet, would you please just take literally three seconds, like three seconds and give us a five-star rating as well as give us a positive review If this podcast has been a blessing in your life, that is how we can reach more women. We can empower more women every single day in their identity, their leadership, and their communication. You know that is what we are here to do. So take a pause real quick. I promise you, you can come back. There's lots more goodness in this episode for you. But if you just take one second to give us a five-star review, that would be a huge blessing to us. Additionally, if you have not joined our free Facebook group, Pageant Winter Secrets, it's where you can guys can, can get the video versions of this podcast dropped every single Friday, as well as other expert trainings from myself and other pageant wonderful people in the industry every single month. It is definitely the insider circle and you do not want to miss out. Okay, with that, let's get back to the show. And that's really what it is, you guys. Like a lot of times what I, what's so hard for me as a coach is that I can lead a horse to water, but I can't make them drink, right? I am the kind of person that is pretty self-aware and I've, I've worked on that. I didn't always used to be that way. But because of that, when I go into a competition setting, I know that I can back myself literally 10 times out of 10 every time. And part of that is because being a business owner that started off working at a coffee shop, you know, making $10 an hour and building my company out of basically my bedroom when I was still living with my parents. Um, You have to back yourself. That's just the personality that you have. You don't start a business and sustain a business over time without knowing that if crap hits the fan, at the end of the day, it's you who's going to make it work. You can't blame it on anybody else. You can't blame your failures. You can't blame your successes. And I don't quite think that everybody has figured out that within themselves, that thing that's going to light your own butt on fire to where if literally come hell or come water, you bet on you. And, you know, am I motivated by my sister and my parents being in the audience? Absolutely. If they for some reason couldn't come to my pageant, would I be devastated? Yeah. And guess what? Some family members haven't been able to come to my pageants and didn't support me in my pageants. And it was really, really, really hard for both Allie and myself. Um, But at the end of the day, you can't allow, while those things can feed you, you can't allow those things to be the deterrent of what gives you an excuse to not perform at your best. And when when those circumstances inevitably happen, you can't allow that to be 
an excuse for why you didn't perform well or why you weren't energized or motivated in that moment because you are the ultimate motivator of you and you have to be able to back yourself in that moment. You have to be able to choose to quite literally turn it on, light a fire under your your butt and compete at the level of the all-stars as if you're already at the national pageant walking across the stage. And it's as simple as backing up and asking yourself, what would the winner act like? What would the winner eat right now? Would a winner watch TV for the next 40 45 minutes or would they go for a walk if it's nice enough outside? You know, what are the choices that a winner would make if I already was that person that I wish that I was right now, even if I don't feel like I'm her, what would she do? What would she think? What would, what would be coming out of her mouth at this pageant? Would she be being that mean girl who's snarky into herself or would she be open because she realizes that the work is already done and that all she has to go in is just do her thing and be herself, right? And we can act as if in those moments and also act with the, you know, begin with the end in mind and start taking micro steps towards that. But I just wanted to share that when it comes to grit, you guys, that's where that grit comes from. It's that ability for this person to give it all and give what it takes. And what is so heartbreaking as a coach sometimes is to see people who over and over truly want it. But I can usually know as a coach about halfway through preparation Um, even if they've invested thousands of dollars into this dream of theirs, wardrobe, coaching, all this stuff, I can usually tell, and Coach Allie can usually tell by the level of grit, uh, and how much of a self-starter somebody is, or whether I have to keep pushing them, hey, when's the last time you did a mock interview, when's the last time you practiced your talent, when's the last time you went to the gym, you know, these different things, or whether somebody has such a clear picture of what they want in the back of their mind, that they will do anything, in a healthy way, of course, but do anything to go get it, right? And being totally transparent with you, that's that's usually the difference between even Allie and I with Miss America and Miss USA. We wanted to be Miss Nebraska and Miss Nebraska USA so badly. We had a very clear picture and we would not lose. We did everything to win and we, and we did. And, and when we were on stage, it was like, there's the girl. There's, I mean, not like pridefully, but in the same way that Erica was after me and, and Miss Nebraska's were before me. I mean, just your eyes are drawn to somebody who wants it and who gets it and who has the capacity for it. And that's what was such, so beautiful to pass the crown off to Erica. And then look, she got top 15 at Miss USA. Not a surprise. She's beautiful. She's stunning. And there was something that awoke in her even in that extra year of maturity and just life and different things. And I was the happiest person in the world to put that crown in her head, you know, and, um, and with Allie as well, you know, and a lot of times I think that's where people get it wrong where they're like, oh, well, they were the favorite. I'm like, no, they were not the favorite. They outworked you point blank, period. Like, don't get catty about it because you didn't do the work and they did. They look better than you. They talk better than you. They have better outfits than you. They walk better than you. Like, suck it up, you know? And I say that in the most loving way because it's not helpful for well-intended, well-meaning people to just pat you on the back and say, well, we just don't know what happened. And you know, sometimes we don't, but at the end of the day, it's way more helpful. And why a lot of girls end up working with us is because they know that I will love the living heck out of you and that you will feel safe enough to be vulnerable in an environment of growth. At the same time, we will push you and say, okay, do you really want me to be your coach right now? Do you want me to be honest with you? Like, here's where you're at, but guess what? Here's where we're going. And let's get laser clear with absolute certainty and clarity where you want to be and why you want this. 
and what are the obstacles currently in your way? You know, that's why we do strategy calls. Um, we, we do 30 to 45 minute strategy calls. They're free with everyone before we ever invite you into a program or ask for a dime, or you can even join any part of our community other than our products, which anyone's more than welcome to buy. Go to pageantwinnersecrets.com and there's tons of great resources, on-stage question, time mock interviews, uh, uh, the pageant planner, tons of other wonderful things you guys can go to, pageantwinnersecrets.com to go purchase those. Um, and that's why we have those. But if you're actually going to uh, do coaching with Coach Allie and I, we want to do a vibe check for you to us as well as us to you so that you can make sure that you know exactly what you're investing in um, and that it's a mutual, wonderful family type fit where you can feel safe and comfortable enough to grow massively with us so that we can help you get the results that you're looking for. Um, but also so that you have a space to really actually just verbally process sometimes a lot of times for the first time what's actually going on in your world and we can help to identify um, what that is. A lot of times... Um, how do I want to say this? You don't go to a esthetician to tell you what's wrong with your broken leg, right? You need an expert to be able to, two people can look at the exact same situation. The expert is going to be able to tell you a lot more of what's actually going on because they have the eye for expertise. And that's really what our goal is in these strategy calls is I've put in over 14,000 hours now into coaching. Um, Allie and I are getting even more advanced coaching degrees and certifications this year because we're so obsessed with being able to have such a tailored detail eye, like the difference between a tailor at your Dillard's and a tailor who works on the couture gowns at the Met Gala, right? And not to toot our own horn, but we're just so dedicated to service and to education and training that um, we take our jobs very seriously because we quite literally have lives in our hands um, to help you achieve these very important dreams for your entire future that shape you and your professional career and your relationships and so much of that. So if you want to hop on a free strategy call, um, you'll get to speak with me personally, which is always super fun. And we'll either find a right fit for you or we'll send you to a coach that um, we think might be a better fit for your needs. Um, we have a ton of different consultants that we work with and people that are experts in their field of, you know, even fashion, hair and makeup, things like that. So just depending on what you're struggling with and where you feel like your hindrances, which is my job to help you um, figure out, that's what a strategy call is all about, is we, you will walk away with a total strategy for your year, um, regardless of whether you work with us. So if you're a high achiever, you're in pageants and you want to win this year, definitely no cost, no excuse, right? Okay, so um, kind of finalizing this this um, topic of grit, like I said, I have the power presence warmth triangle, which if you are new to the podcast and you haven't heard that yet, just go back and listen to like every one in 10 episodes, I probably refer to it. It's kind of our model that we work with um, for the model of charisma and you becoming a charismatic person. And um, I've just written some of these words, and I encourage you guys to meditate on these slowly, maybe pause between the different words, or just go back through this and take some notes, um, maybe listen to it on like 0.5 speed later. <laughs> um, I listen to all my podcasts at like 2x speed, like a crazy person landing, can't stand it. Um, so this will be the exact opposite. A lot of you probably listen to me on 1.5 speed. Fun fact, have you guys ever done that? And then you go back to like something on 1.0 speed and you're like, oh, this is what the regular music sounds like. Not sped up like a Disney cartoon. <laughs> I think that like all the time. Anyways, so I've written some words and um, I want you guys to maybe write these down. I'll, I'll, I'll say these all on their own and you guys can pause and do this exercise. And then I'm gonna kind of tell you on the triangle of power, presence, and warmth where I put each of these words 
And one of the exercises that we do with all of our one-on-one clients is figuring out power, presence, or warmth, which one you're naturally most inclined to, usually based on your personality, your Enneagram type, and then which ones um, you might need to strengthen and fortify a little bit more. And it's the reason why you're not connecting and coming through at the level of charisma that you would like to, where you're irresistible to the judges. Okay, so here's the words. We're going to start with kindness, strength, leadership, warmth, courage, end in mind, approachability, care, life experience, passion, positivity, confidence, clarity, conscientiousness, empathy, resilience, perspective, hardship, effort, uh, loss and grief, action, confidence, perseverance, Certainty, assurance, decisiveness, and intellect. Okay? Now, basically what I did was, like I said, I put these each um, into a part of the triangle. And I think it's really important to even visually see this because certainly some of these words connect with warmth and presence, presence and power, power and warmth, right? And then all three. So there's no right or wrong answer, but I'll just go over a couple And I think that all of these together are characteristics of somebody who has grit. And I'll pull out a couple in general, okay? The actual definition of grit, by the way, is a positive, non-cognitive trait based on an individual's perseverance of effort combined with the passion for a particular long-term goal or end state. A powerful motivation to achieve an objective. Perfect, right? So my five favorites are courage, conscientiousness, perseverance, resilience, and passion. Like I said earlier, there has to be a light bulb, ladies, of something that goes off on the inside of you that says no one's going to take this from me. I am gritting my teeth. I am locking down on this thing, and I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to hold this like a dog with a chew toy, and no one is going to outwork me. No one's going to surpass me. I'm going to grow way more than anybody else has. You know, let's say that you made top 10 last year. A lot of times people will come to me and they'll say, well, what? Like, I just have these worries of like, well, what if this person's, you know, beats me again? I said, well, how much have you grown this year? Well, a lot. How many hours do you think you've put into your pageant prep? Oh, like at least a hundred. Okay. Well, then you're at least a hundred hours stronger, smarter, faster, better, more mature than you were last year, minimum. So really, that person doesn't even exist anymore. That's an old, immature version of you. You've had a whole other year of life experience. You've had a whole other year of failures. You've had a whole other year of triumphs and disappointments. How could that girl come back and compete? And so what you can control is that you outwork everybody else. You create more life experience. You work through more of those failures. You journal through it. You create positive friendships and associations in your life that help raise you to a standard even subconsciously. And you work with courage, conscientiousness, perseverance, resilience, and passion towards that end goal, that end pursuit of whatever that goal is for you. I promise if you do that and you start to really operate with this mindset of grit, you'll see yourself placing higher without having to spend an extra dime. You can choose to do that right now. And I promise you, your whole concept of life will change. You know, the last thing that I'll say 
one of the biggest detriments that you could ever do to yourself is staying the same. And a lot of times what I'll see is girls try and polish their walk, polish their clothing. They'll be beautiful, you know, thin, all these different things that they think make a pageant winner. And, you know, they might get top 10, even top five. But I see the heartbreak over and over and over and over. Not when they work with us, but over and over until they work with us. And I get to have a very real conversation with them where I'm like, do you want me to tell you why this is happening? No, like, do you really want me to tell you why this is happening? And they'll say yes, you know, on a strategy call or whatever. And I'll say, you know, I think you need to go look inside a little bit and, and like live life. Like you're telling yourself, you're polishing all these things and you're doing it alone. You're going to the gym, you know, you're studying your paperwork, but you need to like go out and do life. You need to create life experience. You need to become a relevant person. Don't just sell me the story that you're a relevant person and just say, I'm relatable. Okay, well, why? How? What have you been through? Where does that grit come from? The hardship, the perspective, the fact that you've seen some things, you've had loss, grief, you've had to persevere. Through what? What have you done that would make me respect you rather than just saying, all women should be respected. Yes, they should. But show me, right? Show me that, hey, this is where I started respecting myself. And when I respect myself, it commands and demands respect without me having to give you a three-point thesis on it, right? Like, I respect myself and no one can take that away from me because of how I walk into a room. And I want that for each and every one of you guys. And guess what? It wasn't always like that. I, you should have seen, I was just talking with somebody yesterday um, from college that we were catching up and I was like, dude, if I could redo college again, I would be so cool. <laughs> Purely because of the way that I respect myself and the authority and the courage that I carry and the level of grit that I carry. Even though like I was always in here on the inside, none of that was manifesting. Like it just, it was like I was three parts of three different parts of a disc that weren't talking to each other, that like weren't going together, even though they were all part of the same tape, you know? And so you have all the pieces inside of you that you need. You're already taking steps by listening to this podcast, but I encourage you, try new things. Whether that's working with a coach traveling cross country with a friend, you know, please be safe or daring to be a little bit more vulnerable to share your feelings to, you know, I worked with a beautiful client this year who one of the biggest things that we worked on was her asking her friends for help, her sharing, sharing what was going on in her world. Um, you know, she's a beautiful too, who's so helpful and honest with everybody else, but she was so afraid to tell her friends that she needed anything it was dismantling a huge portion of connection that she could actually have in depth with these friends who absolutely cared about her. But we had to get rid of that fear that she was too much, that her friends would leave her um, if they knew that she needed anything and she wasn't just that helper, right? Just like an eight has to relinquish control. Um, and sometimes those are the most beautiful moments. I have, I have literally stories I could tell you all day like that. Um, but those are the things that you don't think about in pageants that create life experience. And now she has that story to tell. And now guess what? That unlocked a whole other level of vulnerability because she has so many amazing stories. Like this person is just incredible. I hope she's listening to this and phenomenal. I mean, the best like resume in the world. And yet she was carrying this, well, no, like I just got to talk about everybody else. Well, how do you think that's going to translate to a pageant? Especially when you're competing against 250 people. That ain't going to work, honey. 
right? So those moments are so cool when you come into pageant coaching, you come into the IMA, you come into your intensive thinking that you're going to get one thing, but we go in with a fine tooth comb. Like This is the grossest example ever. I don't know what else came to my mind, but it's like going through with a magnifying glass, trying to find the lice in your hair and picking it out. You know, like we have to go in that minutely. And that's what we do as expert coaches is it's just so much fun because we're looking at high achievers. We're not looking at people who just tripped into this, you know? Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to do pageants for a long time. We have tons of new players in the game, 100%. Um, but it's people who want more. It's people who want to just be that girl that everybody else wants to be. And, you know, Allie and I have such compassion for that because we weren't that. Like, we were good at things and we were talented, but we carried this inner turmoil on the inside of, like, no one's going to care about me. Like, I'm not the cool girl. I remember, <laughs> oh my gosh, I should send this to her. Last story. I was actually just talking with Haley last week, my Miss Tennessee, because we um, bonded at the Miss Volunteer America pageant. And I remember, I used to think that she was the coolest person in the world. We were, we both went to Belmont. I was Miss Nebraska when she was Miss Tennessee going to Miss America. And I remember all the guys liked her and she was just herself. She's hilarious. And she won Miss Tennessee, I think on her first try, Haley, right? I believe so. And would have won Tennessee USA if she ever wanted to do it. I told her that last week. She's just charismatic as get out, right? And what's so cool is like, you look at her and you meet her and you're like, I want to hate you, but I can't because you just don't care. Like you just live your life and you just are who you are. And, you know, she totally polishes all the pageant stuff that you need too. And she's mega talented and gorgeous and all that stuff. But she works her butt off. And then she just owns who the heck she is. And I remember, she probably doesn't even know this, but she's inspired me for eight years, um, seven years, ever since we were freshmen in college. Because I looked at her and I said, wow, what freedom would it be like just to be like that? And just to let go of what other people think of me. So beautiful. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed this TED Talk, basically, on grit today. Please share this with a friend that needs to hear this, ladies. We deal with so much comparison, people-pleasing. Maybe send this to that girl who's gotten first, second, third, fourth runner-up a thousand times. That girl who can't make the top ten, but you really just want to see her win. And you know that there are just a couple mindset or personal characteristics that she just, just needs to turn the key just a little bit. It's like you're putting the wrong combination on the safe and then you're expecting it to open, right? And I just, I want this podcast just to help realign people into their God-given identity that you can be secure in who you are. You can be in process and feel like a mess on the inside and still totally be growing, still totally be worthy of a leadership position. And I would just love the opportunity to speak into the lives of more people about this because it truly is what helps you win. It really is. So send this to a friend. Send this to somebody not even in pageant. Send this to your mom, your director, your teen, your best friend, your pageant buddy, um, somebody in the inner circle. And let's bless some more women with confidence, endurance, courage, and grit this week. With that, I'll see you guys next week. 
Hey guys, Coach Megan here, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. We're so honored to have you wherever you are, near or far away from the great metropolis of Omaha, Nebraska, where we are from. We are so proud to be your virtual coaches. If you could just share this with a friend that you feel like needs to hear this today, give us a five-star review if you haven't already, and click that link below in our show notes. We promise we are the nicest people. We are the nicest people, we promise, and we'd love to meet you, and we'd love to to figure out if you're a good fit for our programs or make a suggestion for a different coach, different consultant, different person that's a professional in their field that can help you. The reason why we do it this way, actually, because a lot of people ask is because we want to help you practice the elements of being a great title holder from the very beginning. And one of those things is vulnerability. One of those things is being a self-starter. One of those things is being able to reach out and cold email, cold call, cold DM somebody that you don't know because of the potential opportunity on the other side of things. When I was Miss Nebraska and Miss Nebraska USA, just letting y'all know that's how you get media. That's how you get appearances. That's how you get sponsors is being willing to put yourself out there. And so we want to help you practice that from the very beginning, learn more about you and discover um, if we can help you and we'll point you in the right direction for one of our services programs and the right coach for you. Otherwise, we will absolutely make a best suggestion for you in a different direction. Because at the end of the day, we're not territorial about needing to coach every person in the world. We just want you to find your right fit so that you can make your dreams come true and unlock the winner within you. Anyways, just wanted to encourage you guys in that today. Again, leave us a review, DM us um, on Instagram at any of our handles. And with that, we'll see you guys next week.